How you doing? And welcome to my quick input. And that's pretty much what it is, my quick input about a couple of things. I know that um, you want to know about certain things that's happened these mass shootings. Um, I've been, you know, crazy, busy, and everything else. And, you know, a lot of times, a lot of people get mad at the fact on the mass shootings. And to be quite honest, this is nothing new. And this is really what people need to realize that it's not nothing new because it says in the word God of the last days, but even from that, people still don't understand what that means. And a lot of times when you tell people what the word God has to say, they don't know how to accept it. So I've chopped everything up to look at two aspects of things. One thing I chopped it up as a lot of people that do and ask me questions about certain things, usually they're not even a child God. They ask me these things because they want to see if we're going to side with them or be totally against them. It's just like what happens with Jesus Christ and the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And, you know, they trying to trap him with questions and different kinds of interpretations and scenarios. And they want to know what he's going to say about them. And what I usually, and what Jesus did, and it's really remarkable. I love how my saint, my Lord, has done this. And he did this so remarkably. He gave them a he gave them an answer that's directly from the Bible. And that's really remarkable. And not only he gives them an answer that's directly from the Bible, he gives them the answer that they don't even know themselves because they overlook it because it's coming from the Bible. What I mean at that time, the Torah. So it just have so many meats and potatoes on how Jesus responds to things. And another thing he does that's really remarkable that I love, he always gives from his father. He consults his father before he answered. This is why when people ask me these kind of questions about what happened with the things going on in the world, here's my response. And it's nothing new under the sun. And they always said, well, Cleveland, that's harsh for you to say that. You, you mean people getting killed and, you know, these people coming, you know, this guy had, is being a racist from in El Paso and this guy in Dayton, Ohio, just killing people. And you said it's nothing new on the sun. I said, yeah, evil is evil. We're living in a world today that in our um, way of looking things as believers, we always get in rapture with the world. We always get caught with it. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm harsh and don't care about people. And I do sympathize to people who lost their families and the people who lost, the, the people who are injured through all this tragedy. Don't get me wrong about that. But this is nothing new on the sun. And the main reason why it's nothing new on the sun is because these things that did happen, retribution comes because of sin. Now, a lot of people thinking, well, Cleveland, that's stupid for you to say that. But if you think about it and tone down for just a notch, it has so much to have to do with. I'm going to tell you something that a lot of people get mad at me about. And I like when people get angry with me with this because it's really exactly how my Lord counteracts with people. They get mad at me because I always 
be referred back to what the Bible has to say. Why? Well, I'm a Christian for crying out loud. I am a child of God. That's where I read my instructions from God. And he always talked to me through prayer and through his word. So if for me to tell you what God has to say about things, and it's coming from God because I am a representative of that, don't get mad at me. Get mad at my heavenly father and my Lord from giving me the insight to tell you the truth. So the truth really comes into so many variations that a lot of people want to twist it. So that's how they, that's exactly what they did to Jesus. And but Jesus always counted out with a punch. And this is my counter action. If you really believe that these mass shootings is a result of racism, I want you to think about what racism really is and look at the person's heart of the matter. Now, the people who keep stimulating racism is the people who want to invoke racism. That's all I want you to think about for a minute. So for you to really come into a play to talk over the real truth about that tells a whole lot about your character. Racism is not something, it's casually something that comes up. Racism is the heart matter, which means sin. So that means it's no such thing as racism, it's sin. And other times, a lot of people get mad by trying to put racism as a pivot point about sin. So sin is the culprit. Now, let's look at sin. Well, we are born to sin. So if we are born to sin, that means that we have this only. Now, all the way we can get rid of sin in our hearts and our souls is to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. However, we will have to do what? Die to the flesh once we accepted Jesus as our Lord. That's the only thing you can say about that. Now, for the world to keep on trying to get you all hyped and get you all bent out of shape about these things, you need to understand where you are for with God before you get yourself caught up in the world. If you are for the world, you are an enemy, enemy, enemy to God. That's the truth. That means everything that the world has to say, you can't get caught up in it. That's, that's me. That's in the word of God. If you look that up, that is in the Gospels. I'm not going to give you scriptures about it. Now, that, I say, wait, wait man, you're not going to give you scriptures? No. Because I'm going to tell you why. If you, I want you to look that up. I want you to find out what happens if you are a friend to the world and what happens when you become an enemy of God. That's all I'm going to say about that notion. But let's continue on here. Now, why would people keep on rehearsing over, over, over again about racism? Well, here's another reason why. Because racism is the big hot button issue. And it's really kind of running that the mass shootings in America is not just because someone reports it on their national uh, television programming, which is NBC, ABC, CNN, and the mainstream media. Why they report that? Because it is racial motivated. I'm gonna tell you why. They report that because they think that we want to incite people about gun control. We want to incite people about why this person who probably had to be a Caucasian did all this killing. 
You notice that they did a lot of report about that, but they don't hardly report about the mass shootings that happened in Chicago, Baltimore, New York, Atlanta, Memphis, Nashville, Dallas, LA, Oklahoma City. I, every major city in America, you got mass shootings happen every single day. Why? People get killed by someone get killed. And it's always black on black. Then 15 minutes with every newscast in those local areas and local uh, markets, they always report about the negativity about black people. Now, remember, these are the people inciting racism, always call on and bring up racism every time. That tells me two things, that racism is not directly on people who keep bringing up it's directed, no, not keep people from bringing up who, who don't talk about racism, like our President Donald Trump. But the people who keep on bringing up and show you racism is the one who's racist. And that's a heart issue. So don't look at, the, you try to find a white supremacist or anything like that going on. Yes, white supremacy is part of the issue. That's a heart issue. But if you forgot about black supremacy, you forgot about Asian supremacy, you forgot the neo-Nazis, you forgot about uh, some people who are, are racist, don't care about people. You, you got all these other different ethnic groups that got problems. Hmm. But those things about white supremacy is very prevalent when people don't want to talk about the main issues in hand. That's scary. Here's another thing that's really sad about when people keep bringing things up about what's going on in the world. And always try to look at the fact about white people. Now, I am an African, I am a black man. I am black, yes I am. Oh, sorry, yes I am black. But this is the thing about strange. If we say we are believers, why are we intentionally trying to put a color in every notional value. Let me explain. We always put some kind of ethnicity into a brave modulation. This means that we always try to say the black the, the black vote, the black uh, uh, crime, the black this and the black damn, the white this and the white that, and we don't we forget about the other ethnic groups. Well, that's really really sad. It's, if this is what America is, we should not have Asians, we shouldn't have uh, people from India, we should not have Arabs, we should not have um, Canadians, we should not have anybody that's not black or white. That's why this is really sad. And the news media and the mainstream media like this and we're not talking about the news outlets. We're talking about sitcoms. We're talking about uh, shows, events, you name it. It's all there. And we wonder how come nobody don't talk about these things. Well, because here is the problem. They always excite on the fact it's a black white thing. That's racism to their standards. But they don't want to see that. And that's why... When I look at that, I don't look color. And color is not really the focus point. The main reason it was so focused is that I love every ethnic group out there. And the main reason why I love every ethnic group out there because my father, heaven made him. 
Thank you. God made these ethnic groups. Now, for them to take upon themselves to do anything of sin, that's not my problem. But for me to say something because of the color of their skin, it's really a, hmm, that's the word I'm looking for, stupid thing to say. Because that right there shows something's wrong. And you, as a person, need to look at your values more than what you look at your cause and effect. So that's why I think that people need to take a chill pill before they go around and try to invoke on this stuff going on in our society. And this is another thing that's really bad. And Christians need to really sit down and read the Bible. This is not the new under the sun. God said that in in these last days that these days will be part of what's going on. In other words, it's going to happen. I mean, sin is going to be an uprise. Any day is good, it's going to be bad. Any day is bad, it's going to be good. Then anything that we try to do to bring God into the focus point, people are going to try to reject it. So you have so many things going on that has so much to do with the facts. And you have a media outlet that is not of God that these keep going on and 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 on to make you indoctrinated into the lie. So that's why I said, and I'll make this clear, I don't listen to everything that's going on with the news. I don't really listen to everything that's going on with social media because I'm not on social media now. And also, I don't really care about what's going on with everything that people are really saying because some people get too emotional when it comes to truth about God. So I want you to think about that. How can you ask, answer questions from people from the world? And the main thing you do, you really don't get caught up with what the world has to say. But when people of by Christ gets caught up with the world and ask the same questions of the world, this is what you're going to do. Be the imitator of your Lord, which is Jesus Christ. That's all I have to say today. Feel free to be able to check us out on rcrnetwork.com or you can go to myjournalradio.net and be able to go ahead and enjoy everything we do when it comes to our radio networks. Thank you and God bless. How are doing? This is part of the second phase of this podcast. I want to tell you, I want to thank everyone for being a supporter of this podcast I'm doing. I am doing this for a couple of reasons. One reason is because I am a little bit more busy. We will be doing live radio very soon. And hopefully people will engage into the conversation that needs to be talked about. And I really do appreciate your support on these endeavors that I'm into. So, no further ado, let me get to my commentary for today. I listened to one of a great uh, conservative um, on YouTube named Mr. Reagan. If you don't know Mr. Reagan, you can go look him up, Mr. Reagan, on YouTube. And he's got great content that's really, really make you think about things. And 
the topic I'm about to talk about is going to be more controversial than any other topic I ever done. Not really, but it is going to be part of it because you need to understand the factors that we're about to say here to really give you some meat and potatoes on the matters that's in hand so you can see the real attributes of the stuff that's going on. I know that sounds like a bunch of words out in Jobber, but I got to be honest. These things that I'm saying have so much to do what is going to, I'm going to say to make you think of why I'm saying it. He did a topic that's really, really profound about strong black women. I think he did a wonderful, superb job. And I want to segue into this because he has something that really makes sense because it's a lot of women. Because I'm going to tell you something here that's really, really true. And you people need to understand some of this truth that needs to be said. And the main truth is this that I totally, not only do I understand he's coming from, because even though he's another ethnic group, which I don't think it really matters what ethnic group you're from, it's been shown across the board with every other ethnic group. But I want to say this because this is true. He is absolutely right about how a woman who is strong, black woman, in the culture that we're living in, our main spirit, Angry, hateful, this you know have very, very dis- despicable mindset about life, and they, he just went in and bust the whole truth. He killed one of those sacred cows that's been plaguing in my ethnic group in the communities that I came from and where I used to live at for many, many years. He killed it, and not only did he kill it, he destroyed. The, the enchilade of all this stuff that's going on. So let me go ahead and give you some breakdowns of what he was saying here. He was showing how what this congresswoman in Georgia, which I totally knew she was lying from the jump when she did her Facebook Live little rant that she said that this white guy has done towards her. Then she goes in and tried to take over the situation when he came out with his own inquiry, come to find out he wasn't even white. He was a Hispanic, a Cuban from Cuba, who happens to be vote for every kind of Democrat across the board, no matter what. He don't even question if the person who's Democrat deserves his vote. However, she did this for political gain, and she got busted, and still people said she's a victim. And that's really tells it. And I'm going to tell you who the people who said this, this is, this is a victim. Other black women like her. And it's really sad because the, 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 the truth is that what was going on with a person who thinks like that, well, it has something to do with, like you just said, inferiority. And when you have an inferiority going on, you got a lot of things that's going on, wreck habit. Let me give you some examples here. I grew up around strong black women and to tell you the truth you think it's a good thing but it isn't now a lot of people say what are you talking about being with a woman who's strong who's black who has all the things that you need in life will make you the best person in the world to even grab a torso as a person in life in general no it's never the case and i'll tell you the reason behind this madness 
the madness is really is sick upon because God never tend for a woman to do this on her own. Never. Because if he did, he would never make Adam. And why he made Adam first? It goes back to Genesis chapter 2. And we could go down this whole list of stuff, but I really don't have time to really dig deep into the matters because sometimes some people can't handle the truth this way. Well, let's go into a little bit more details of why. So back on the whole um, salon of everything, we have to understand the characteristics of a person and what is going on with them. And a lot of it has to do with the fact that we do have issues. Lots of those issues have to come upon when it comes to people in the whole state of mind. And needless to say, it's a sad state in a lot of ways. And that's why we need to be very careful of what is going on with everybody who thinks this way. So that's why we need to be very, very, very mindful and very vigilant in the way we do stuff. But in some cases in in the culture that we live in, and this is like he said, Hollywood give this grace period to black women to have attitudes and all kinds of mean spirit attributes like what what Tyler Perry always say, uh, the diary from a mad black woman gives you so much of problems down the road. And this is why we having so much issues going on in the black community. And I really don't want to keep continuing calling it the black community all the time. Because think about it, black people in general, we have lots of issues. Every culture has issues. But the thing is, we try to mitigate our issues to be something that is not, and I repeat, not sound. And when you have those problems, you get into so many issues down the road that lead you to other stuff you don't need. And that's why I believe for a fact that the, the hurt mentality and the victim mentality comes to play because everything you try to subsidize in literally gives you a more generalization not really give you anything to live upon. And that really gives a stimulation of what's going on in our culture today. Now, as a black person, yeah, I lived through all that. But see, the problem is with that, you have them being angry at you, but they say they're angry at situations, but they seem like they're angry at the fact that you are involved in their lives. And that's why a lot of African-American women, or black women, they say, are really angry. And look, let me tell you something. My wife is black, but she's not an angry woman. Because one thing about her, I will tell you in a minute, that really sets her um, apart from the strong black woman. And I'm going to tell you this because a lot of people don't understand. Because you have so many women trying to get you to believe something that's not true about something that's not even sound doctrine. Go to the Bible and you look up a word what a strong person is. And you will find out that that person really has inferiority in a lot of ways. Samson's a good example. Samson's strong, but Samson was not rightly in God because think about it, he was going after all kinds of stuff that's not what God called him to do. What happens to him? He almost got destroyed by the Philistines and things of that nature. And I'll tell God he had to lead God and know for a fact that the growth of his hair caused him to get that strength back. But it's not the strength of the hair that caused that. 
it's God's glory on this man's life. And he killed more Philistines that day he ever did. But the problem is, is that his love for exotic women of a different ethnic group, not his own ethnic group, but a different ethnic group that God told him not to even mess around with. And Delilah was that part of the ethnic group. Now, I want you to go a little bit history lesson here of the Philistines. What, uh, who are they? Are they are Caucasians that people keep on claiming that from the black liberated uh, theology keeps saying no. They were African, they were blacks. Philistines were black people. And God told them not to mess with those. And it's not talk about blacks, it talk about that group of people. And the main reason why is because those people hatred towards God and their idolatry causing him, God, to not do, to do anything for them because of their hatred. That's the, really the core factor of what's going on here. But I digress. The whole thing is that God, that, that, that everybody want to destroy Samson because of his strength. But they couldn't. But see, the thing is, God's glory was on Samson to do what he had to do. But he, every time he don't do what God, what, God, what God told him to do, he goes on and do the opposite. And when he does the opposite, he's not that strong. See, and we could go down to the whole thing in the Bible, what happens to strong people when they have the strength that they compass in physical strength or mental capabilities or attitudes, whatever. They usually go through their lives. And when they do, it becomes an issue down the road. It does. So, how can you really uh, mitigate something like that? You can't in a lot of ways. They have to look at it themselves on the whole matter. And this is usually a problem in my black women. And especially the ones who consider themselves strong black women. Now, he did put up another thing that makes a whole lot more sense. Well, actually, it is the norm in black communities. They always feel like they are being uh, mitigated and did not give them the better hand of life. True in some aspects of it. Let me explain. And this probably will make a lot of people angry what I'm about to say here. Now, in, in the culture beforehand, my, no, the culture when I grew up on or beforehand, a lot of black women did not have the opportunity, the, 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 the opportunity that we have now. However, a lot of them did have a lot of children outside of marriage. I know. And a lot of them would get angry when you tell them the truth about that. Yes, you do have child outside wedlock. That tells you a whole lot about the culture that's going on. Then you, you did something else. You get a surrogate father to take care of you. And who's the surrogate father? The government. So a lot of the women that became strong black women, kind of dealt, they dealt their own hand into the culture of believing in factors that comes to play and look what happens into those factors. Those women decided to allow government to become their, the, the, the husbands and the children rely on the government to become their fathers. This stuff here mitigate into all the stuff that we're dealing with in our culture today with the strong black woman. 
then let's not let's take this to another tantric of today's culture. A lot of strong black women don't even want to have children. They don't even want to deal with that. They don't want to get married. They want to be doing two things in life. They want to be very, very successful black women. And the more successful they become, the more power they have. If you look at it, a lot of women want to become like a Michelle Obama. A lot of women do want to raise into the, the fourth set of Michelle Obama. But if you look at her attitude, even though she is a married woman, her attitude shows the anger inside her. And that literally gives a whole lot of meaning and what it means to be a strong black woman. In that case, it takes a whole paradigm shift of what it means to be a caring, loving wife and literally puts it into a tantrum that you don't want to have nothing to do with marriage or you don't want to have to deal with a man. And that, that literally gives a, a for, for, forecast on everything that really destroying the black community. Then, let's go a little bit further here. Most of these women that are strong black women are two things that's really going on with them. They're not only just not married, but a lot of them, like I said, they don't want to have a husband. But when they do get pregnant, they want to have an abortion, which that is another problem going on. And if you notice that Planned Parenthood advised this. And that's why there's a lot of Planned Parenthood uh, uh, um, places in the black community, in black neighborhoods. If you get pregnant and you want to deal with another child, or you don't want to ruin your career or your goals, you could go to the abortion clinic and kill it. That's another thing that's going on. And you have these strong black women support of the Democrat Party's platform on these things. A lot of them, not not most of them, but a majority of black women are in the Democrat Party. And when you have that problem, you have a problem with all the issues that's going on in communities that literally, literally puts in with Hollywood, say, well, black, strong black women supposed to be. If you look at the, um, the show called How to Get Away with Murder, perfect example of this and he did show some of the scenes when you have a teacher which is um i don't know her name i don't even watch the show but she always was teaching the her students how to get away with murder but look at her character how she acts and everything if you go and just just take a a clear and precise uh look at her character um her whole thing is all about her that's the same thing go with scandal with Olivia Pope. Same thing. That's go with all kinds of black characters that Hollywood praise and glorify. And that leads to a lot of issues down the road. So what does this all mean? Well, it means a whole lot because if you take the time and put it into a contest here, it tells you that Hollywood don't care about nothing about black people. And you got uh, liberals, elites, left elites in these places, giving you entertainment and ostracized black, uh, blacks to be this way. This is proves to my point about why we don't need to listen to and hear from these people. You got people like uh, like Beyonce. You got people like R- Rihanna and others 
even Oprah and Holly Berry and all of them in the black community really put into the effort of trying to say black women rise up to be something. End up doing, look at them. Now, look at um, Beyonce. She's married to JC, but he's an emasculated man who <laughs> needs her to become, still be the richest man, one of the richest men in um, the um, hip hop. Then we could go look at this. Oprah's not married. Rihanna's not married. Barry um, been married so many times. And a lot of black women who are married or not are married to well, probably a feminine man or not married at all. So it's a lot of things going on here that tells you that this is a strong, strong black woman. And like you said, and he put out some great points here talking about diversity. Uh, if you know it's about diversity, they always want to diversify different things in going on with different cultures and different uh, jobs and different kinds of um, um, professions. And he did make a strong point that that diversity time we need more black women. Don't talk about black men, black women. We need more black women to be in this particular position. It's, a, it's nothing wrong with a black woman to be in certain positions, but however, it is a problem when the black woman in general is using the positions that she have to look down on a man who could be the husband that she trying to look for. It is a book that came out that was an evil book, I call it. It's called Act Like a you know, Woman, Think Like a Man from Steve Harvey. One of the evil books I think that's have caused a lot of problems in the black culture today. The thing about this book has so many issues that literally puts these women on bay about being this way no matter what. And then and when a man comes to play, try to be the man, they can't be the man because they always have this scenario to really look at themselves, the women, as more superior to the man. They even say, I make more money than he does. I do this, I do that. In any case, if a woman decides wants to, no, get married. And he, as the husband, wants to say, baby, you don't have to um, do this anymore. She will fight him for that. Say, I work hard to get this. I work my butt to get that. And you try to tell me I can't have this? Or I got to let this go for to be a, a wife? That's why we have problems in our culture in the black community. Because we have so many women don't know how to submit. And when you do that, it literally puts in the damper scope on how things should be. And that's why we look at culture and different ethnic groups and look like they're thriving better than blacks. Because everyone has this, this you know, of what it looks like to become something more than what it is. And that's why we always wonder how come that it's not really the case in all of these scenarios that's going on in black communities today. Where we always know why. Because everything that's going on with black people is always somebody they want to shift blame to. 
and look at the women they do. They always say, well, these white want the white women be able to go ahead driving their little uh, SUVs all over town without no worry care because that man is taking care of everything. But if you say you want something like that, how come you don't want to submit to something like that? Make you wonder, but that's just me into this tangent, you know, because submission, according to Ephesians chapter 5, it did say, why submit to your husbands as a suitable to the Lord if you are a Christian? But, you know, that's just me. I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm a dumb person. I do have issues and I need to get God to get this right in my life because I don't know what I'm talking about, obviously. But in some play on factors here, you do have these things going on. And we do have a life things need to be rectifiable in some aspects of the plan here. That's just me. I don't know nothing else. I'm, I, I, I'm just, uh, just, just, just stupid here. But back to that what's going on here. The whole thing is really, really, um, and you know, it's really sad that we have to really go to a matter that is really. Uh, really 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 sad about how things are in our culture today and that culture is that we need to find that place in God and I think personally that a lot of times when we have people tell us the truth about ourselves we don't want to hear it so I give Mr. Reagan credit credits too because he came out with some blazing truth about what is going on in our culture and a lot of times we don't want to accept that because everything we do has to do with the facts that a lot of things is a dealt hand that we create not always when people make it somebody else did it now let me put another perspective here that you probably need to understand here to give you some more utility of what he was saying as well. Then he brought up something that's been going on for more than 55, 60 years in our culture with black women. Black women don't want to really give up anything that is belongs to God. And sometimes they think that they are doing God a favor for not to say that I submit to the Lord. They go to church every Sunday and do all the things of God and be part of the church. But they don't really take the time to understand collateral damage when they are not submitting to Christ when it comes to his will. Now you say, Cleveland, what are you talking about here? Well, look at this whole thing with the cultural stand. It's nearly 92% of black women are in church today. But if you look at the black churches or any church there, black, black women are running the, the whole thing about salvation that deals with black women is almost nearly at 10% or 5%. That means that they can't get people saved. That's sad. Why? And a lot of black women who runs these churches have more black women who are same thing what they are. Angry, upset, mean, hateful, despicable, and really, really condescending in so many ways. No God, no grace, nothing. So, but see, it also goes back to when it says in Timothy and Titus, uh, 
about this matter. And says here that God did, and Paul made this clear, that he did not call for a woman to what? Teach a man about God. And that's what was going on in our community. You got so many women trying to do that. And what does that entail happen? It causes women to not have respect for any man, especially black women. So, what is the result of that? Some black women become lesbians. Some black women become much more of what they got called to. And the whole thing really comes to so much play that it really, really destroys the woman and the community. So what can we do about it? Well, the best thing for this to do is that black women and some women don't need to go to any college whatsoever. Now, you probably said, huh? Well, think about it. The college today, especially universities that is going to are teaching women to or indoctrinate women to become independent. And especially black women. And that's why a lot of black women don't understand how to submit. And when you have this problem, you have a lot of issues going on in our community today that a lot of black women don't understand that they are the key elements of why a lot of people don't want nothing to do with them. This is a problem. Let me explain something else too. Black women need to submit to God, not to man or themselves. A lot of women want to be this Proverbs 31 woman, and this is the problem here. Proverbs 31 woman is an explanation of what it looks like for a woman to become a queen in the eyes of a king. And it was from the mother of a king who is giving her sons dresses what a woman look for. So if you're a single woman, you say you're a Proverbs 31 woman, that's false because you're not married. Secondly, if you're a woman who are married, right, that's not who you are either. Because God calls woman to be silent, humble, spiritual, modest, and everything in between. But women don't want those days days because they are taught to go against God in those matters. And that's not, if you said that you read the Bible, you say you're a Christian woman, you say you're a godly woman, then the Bible absolute is true. But you don't want that because that right there will cause you to change. Means to get rid of that mindset that is not of God and force you to change your set of values about God. So, this is really, really, really a mind job here. And this is why I believe what Mr. Reagan was saying is totally true on various points about women especially black women. And I believe that black women has a long history of needing to really get their act together and understand their roles and learn what they need to do according to the word of God. Once they understand those things, then everything else should come to play. But it's up to them. It is up to them to really come to those minds to really make that happen. So I want to say this one thing before I close here. Now, let me put this here about my beautiful wife, and a lot of people need to hear this and make it clear on this whole matter. My wife is black. She came from a single mother. 
her father died years ago. However, I will give my wife credit request due. Now, she said herself that she did not know anything what it means to be a wife or a godly wife, in other words. Which that te- that entails shows lots of volume of what it means to be a good woman. But see, let me kill that statement once and for all. A good woman is not what God calls for in a woman. A godly woman is his. Now, my wife, when I found out and what she told me and what it was said upon to be a godly woman, that right there is really profound. She learned what it takes to be a godly woman. She's learning what it takes to be this woman of God that God called her to be. And that really touched my heart because she said herself that God calls me to be your wife. And to be a wife, it requires for me to submit to God and you. From everything she said through the Bible, it never told a woman to go be independent. And that's what she said was wrong with a lot of black women today. A lot of black women are so independent, they are not submitted to God. And when she told me that, all I could do is tell her that I will be the godly husband that you called me to be. That's more, it's more, it's more I want to do to become that husband for you. And that right there, she is striving to be this godly woman. So the difference is being a strong woman and a godly woman. In her mind, a strong black woman is the world's attribute. But a godly woman is another thing. You don't have to be in any ethnic group to be a godly woman. And that's one of the beautiful, beautiful things about what it means to be a godly woman. I'm not talking about a woman who goes to church and claims to be this woman that a virtue that she thinks she is. I'm talking about a woman that submits to Christ and loves God dearly with all her heart and do everything she can to make sure that she's pleasing to the Father and submit to the husband who probably most likely is saved or if he's not saved, she is still submitting if he's not t- telling her to do sin. So it's a lot of things that a woman could be if she put her heart into God. And that's all that matters. So Father God has a lot to do with what it means to be a godly woman. A strong black woman is one thing. And it's not the means to the end. But a godly woman is everything what God calls for a woman to be. Thank you for listening in. If you do, just go ahead and check us out over there at rcrnetwork.com or myjunderradionetwork.net. You have a blessing and be safe.